All right, we're going to move all the way across the globe uh, to China, where uh, some interesting mummies were found. Uh, after years of controversy and political intrigue, archaeologists using genetic testing have proven that Caucasians roamed China's Tarim Basin 1,000 years before East Asian people arrived. Interesting stuff. How about Chain that? Yeah, I was fascinated by it. And uh, you may remember, guys, who read Stormfront in our websites in general, a few years ago, the Discovery Channel, I believe it was, actually had the mummies online. And apparently they were linked to by so many of these um, websites, which uh, the Kansas City uh, News Channel told you about, these hating sites that uh, Discovery Channel pulled these uh, mummy photos offline. But they know for a fact now they are whites according to genetic tests. And uh, uh, Sven Hayden, uh, the Swede, and uh, his student, Folk Bergman, Hayden himself actually studied under Ferdinand von Richthofen, Richthofen in, in uh, Berlin. And uh, von Richthofen was the expert on China. And... Uh, Ancient Chinese texts talk about blue-eyed generals and such in some of their poetry. So th these things that the Jews tell us, oh, Hitler just dreamed this stuff up, and he made a, a, a connection. It used to be a tenuous connection. Now it's a completely false connection. But, of course, they're not going to talk about this because um, in some of these graves, they actually found swastikas on, on, on plates. They found one on a plate, quite a large one, a metallic plate. So uh, we know that this is an Aryan symbol. We know it's a symbol of the sun. And again, because we whites are so beleaguered in our own civilizations in Northern Europe and uh, pardon me, in Europe and Northern America, there's very little money, it seems, to even study these things archaeologically. And the Chinese actually uh, don't didn't want to release this information. In fact, the guy who got the uh, DNA out of China. He only got something like five or six samples originally of the 30 he tried to get out of the country. So they know it now, just as they know about the Mastinon digs in Kenosha, Wisconsin, where it's probably whites were up there too. And uh, again, if it were some minority, it would be ballyhooed all over the Jew press all over this country. You'd be reading about it on the AP wire and everything else. But this, you almost have to dig for it. Yeah, can you imagine if they found a nog in China? It would have been the next uh, Nefertiti of China. They would have put a nag over the Chinese. There's lots of misrepresentation of, uh, of whites as colored. And, and basically the Aryans spread around the world. In fact, it's a fascinating sort of in, in avenue to, to, to racialism or a way, way, to, way to come into this stuff. is uh, This is stuff that conservatives ought to be talking about. Because they're big on tradition. They ought to be talking about the race that created the traditions that gave birth to, to the traditions, but all this has been shorn is the Jews have taken over conservatism. It's become very desiccated and, and denatured because it has to be America's an idea. It's not a physical people with the blood. Well, if you stick to what it should be, which is all that blood stuff, then you come into stuff like this and you see, gee, the people who gave birth to America spread all the way around the world. They, they spread to China and they actually created some of the things that they claim the Chinese created. They were in, in Iran. They were in... India, they gave birth to the, the caste system in India. whole body of stuff here that I found when I first came into racialism from conservatism that was just fascinating. It's so much... Yeah. I detest the adjective richer, but it, it's so much richer, deeper, fuller, and, and, and 
more encom- all-encompassing than, uh, than the denatured conservatism of today. The, the racial stuff is fascinating. And it's not just in China, but it's in who people the Americas, who actually came here first. You know, there were tribes out in the west of America that, that would refer to the Cite Ka people who had yellow and red beards who they ended up killing off like about nine, ten thousand years ago. So a lot of this is hidden and covered up so that whites won't know their real genetic heritage. Now this woman, one of these mummies, as you know, was apparently a pretty attractive, tall, red-haired woman. And this woman could be related to anybody uh, listening to this. They say Europe came out of more or less seven wombs originally, and these are our people. And they spread around the world, and they gave birth to pretty much all the good stuff that exists. And this is not something that that little yeah. kid up in Massachusetts is going to be taught in his class. He's going to be taught about goddamn homos. Yeah, there's some interesting uh, commentary in the forum about this. In fact, Border Ruffian has a very interesting piece, um, I quote, the already overwhelming and still growing evidence that the Aryan is the culture-bearing race. He says, why are mongoloids in the area now known as China credited with so many important ancient developments? How could they invent steel, the compass, surgery, etc.? You've heard the stories thousands of years ago and then cease to think of anything new in the following millennia. One of the experts the Chinese have working on this is probably the foremost expert on, on Sanskrit, on the Sanskrit language, which is the Aryan language in all of China. So why is this guy on the case? And, and uh, further to what Alex was saying, not only was the woman very attractive, the man was about six foot uh, two, as I recall, and they had a weave that's used in Northern Europe and in Scotland. It was a, it was a, a, a plaid, a kind of a twill weave, and, and nowhere else in the world have they found that. So yeah, there's a, the Celtic a good chance these were Aryan people. Yeah, they're, they're Aryan. Aryan is the all-encompassing family, and, and within that, these, these people, I believe, in China exhibited uh, patterns characteristic of uh, the Celtic uh, branch of the Aryan people. Yeah, because they right. find they they had a horse culture, devices. too. If I, if I remember correctly, uh, they found uh, associations with horses. Uh, actually, I believe horses were in some of these graves. And the Aryan culture, the Vedic culture, uh, the, the, uh, the first Veda is the, the horse Veda. I mean, we, were, we had a horse culture. And uh, these people were, in my opinion, probably related to the Aryans uh, of northern India. In fact, where they were found is really not that far from the, uh, the northern parts of the Indus Peninsula. So it's just fascinating. This is what our government should be doing instead of giving $32 million for the Holy Hoax Museum. Uh, we should have experts all over the world Amen, flying brother. all over into that area. Uh, we should use our contact. We're buying everything Speak from the truth, We should get people in there and, and research these people. We should claim them, actually try to physically claim them, say these are genetically our people. If Chinese turned up here in North America, if they turned up some people and they could prove they were genetically Chinese from that time period, don't you think the Chinese government would say, please send them back to us, we want them to come home? Some of you listening to this may have heard of the Kennewick man, who is basically a 93, 9400-year-old skeleton found out in Washington, and he showed evidence of being related to whites. Today they're saying he, they think he was somewhat Polynesian, somewhat European, kind of a mix, but uh, they have every political interest to play down his white ethnicity. The point is, they have multiple 10,000-year-old skeletons that are of basically of European-type people. 
who were in America long before Columbus, obviously. That would have been 500 years ago. Well, this is, this is 10,000 years ago. And what happened when they dug him up? The Clinton administration went in there to the site, and they dumped like 500 tons of dirt and gravel on it, and then they planted a bunch of trees on top of it because they don't want any more of this stuff found. And even today, recently, I was reading where they're trying to, they're trying to revise the act so that uh, there's an act in, that's at law right now where any old skeleton that can be traced to an Indian tribe is basically turned over to the tribes. Well, this one was so much older that they couldn't really establish any relation to the current American Indian tribes, and so the, the court finally decided, as they should have in the first place, to give the skeleton over to the scientists, let them study and learn from it what they could. My point is they're liter- literally physically trying to bury up bury any evidence of our people and when we came here. And it's not at all clear that the uh, Asians were the first people in America. There's a whole school of thought that you're not going to see referred to and you're not going to see taught in class about Iberia, not Siberia, that they came around the edge of the northern ice in the last ice age about 10, 14,000 years ago down the, the coast of uh, uh, Nova Scotia and down, the, down Canada and into uh, North America. And then the Aryans also, as we're seeing in China, they spread the other way, China, India, and even over into Japan. Um, but the point is that instead of being taught this remarkable world-creating history, you know, the, the little kid up in Massachusetts is going to be taught about diversity, i.e. death to whites and homosexuality. I mean, don't breed, you know, find a boyfriend if you're male when he's five years old. I mean, this is the hate. They're saying guys like us are the haters? We're not the haters. We're standing up for what's good. And you listening to this who are, who are endowed at all, you know that. You look down on yourself and you understand that what we're saying is the real thing. It's the valuable stuff. It's, we're defending what needs to be defended. And ultimately, that's a people. That's a whole race of people that everything you see on TV is trying to wipe out. They're trying to tell your daughter, you go breed with blacks. You breed with blacks, you know what will happen? What happened in India and what happened in Egypt when they started interbreeding? They disappeared. The minute whites weren't the dominant force in Egyptian society, uh, you know, all of a sudden they didn't create great stuff like the pyramids. They became whatever they are today, which is more or less insignificant. So, you know, your, your white genes are a great gift, and you should fight to defend them from the Jews who want to destroy them and, tell them, and, and get your daughter to the condition where she'll write on like a single set, oh, I'm just Euro mutt. I'm just a mutt. You're a mutt, huh? Well, what, what, what are the blacks? What are the Jews? What are the, what are the Africans? They have something to be proud of and we don't? That's crazy. Yeah. If it's an Israeli yeah, dick yeah, from the walls of Jericho or something, it's all over. You know, every little Bible yeah. dig or anything having to do well, with look, the Jews. But, but, but if it's our people, forget it. That, that, that's even bogus. I mean, uh, you know, that, that's dubious uh, data. Yeah. And, Shane, what have they found yeah. about all these Jewish stories? They're all a bunch of lies. They were never in Egypt and got freed from there. Even their own people are admitting that now. It's just like the Holocaust. Yeah. First they admitted that the lampshades was a lie. Then they admitted the soap story was a lie, that they had been made, made into soap and lampshades. And soon enough, they're going to admit yeah. that the gas chambers is a lie. But what about the yeah, there, there was the little German chest. people in specific and the Aryan people in general? The Jews are liars. Every great Aryan who has dealt with them has, has pointed out they are a race of liars. Jesus himself, if you're a Christian, Jesus said that these guys are a bunch of goddamn liars. That's what, what Monica Lewinsky said. We grew up, she said, we grew up lying. That's what we did, she said. Exactly. Monica said that. That's what we did. We grew up lying. You know, that was, a, that was our thing. Why aren't they taught, like, your people actually right. were over in China. They spread that far, and they brought all their wonderful technology with them. No, the kid is going to be taught, no, the Chinese invented all this, and Europeans stole it from them. 
I don't know. I haven't seen Asia create a bunch of great stuff. They've created some stuff, but most of the remarkable stuff is developed in Europe. In fact, almost all of it. You, you look around you in the room. You listen to this. You look at everything in there is pretty much thought up by some intelligent white male, the most demonized people on the planet. I mean, talk about killing the goose that laid the golden eggs. But uh, their right. hatred for us far outweighs their appreciation for any benefits we bring. Believe that. And we're yeah. only... We're only 8% of the world, the guys who are new and women who listen to this. They need to know that. We are a minority on the planet. We're yeah, a planetary minority white, and shrinking. And, Shane, what's the percentage of white females of breeding age? Part well, of the it's world less population? than 1%, right? Well, I've heard like 2%, but I don't know. But it, it's a minority of the world is capable of bringing new white people into the world. And they're, they're the ones who proven to be, as they say, the creators of culture. Others can somewhat repeat what we've done, but really whites have created the best stuff. I mean, you take someone like Thomas Edison who's created more in probably two or three years than the black race as a whole has ever created. These are people who eat grubs and live in mud huts. Don't be fooled by the fact that they, they inhabit white dwellings because that's, that's not really any different from monkeys inhabiting you know, a, a Buddhist temple over in India. I mean, they're in it, but they could not create it on their own. Go look at East St. Louis if you think that that's wrong. Anywhere that blacks inhabit, given enough time, will become a slum because it's their character to live that way. They're not capable of doing otherwise. And yet there are inherent genetic limits to people. Anyone who says otherwise is a liar. Right. Well, what gets me is uh, Victor Mayer. I mean, he's been at this for decades. He, he actually dug these mummies up in the 80s, uh, has been working on it since the 90s, and uh, what really gets me is that his discoveries have always been cast with the light of um, pseudoscience. Um, yeah, that's a theory, you know, uh, that, that uh, there were these wanderers uh, wandering uh, around, and, um, you know, maybe that happened and, and whatnot, and... Uh, now we're really, these things are coming to light, and, and they're still not getting the press they deserve. Well, China has a lot of interest in suppressing it for their own reasons, um, even apart from the medical correctness factor of observing that whites bear culture wherever they go. Sven Hedden yeah, was there in 1893, and uh, coincidentally, you know, the Jews came here, they started coming around the third quarter of the 19th century, and pretty quickly they quit... Uh, rabbinical studies and entered uh, secular society and they have led intellectual movements in this country for a very long while but it's only with the advent of television that it's become so critical for us in my opinion I mean it's even worse now with television yes yeah, one of these guys they found was uh, six foot six you don't see very many Chinese who are six foot six probably not <laughs> one in ten thousand is six foot six <laughs> but, uh, you know, one thing I found, I was trying to dig up photos of these on the Internet, and it seems they're, they're hard to find. I could only, I, it seemed like a couple years ago, I remember there were more photos of them, and I just couldn't find much. That's something to realize. There's not just hush crimes going on. They're, they're hushing up our whole culture so that you only get the, the crap culture that they want. Let, let me make another point here. Uh, we had, a, VNN had a backer a couple of years ago who uh, got into racialism through just this route. Uh, he lived out east, and he would always find arrowheads, and he would find other stuff that he just didn't think could be traced to Native Americans. And he started writing to amateur anthropologists and, and archaeologists, and he came upon this whole underground uh, culture that, that is just officially suppressed. 
what happened is the Jews showed up in this country around 1880 to, to 1900, and they replaced what up till then had been physical anthropology, i.e. studying bones and making you know logical connections between facts, with uh, social anthropology, which is built on the lie put out by Jew Franz Boas that race does not exist, right? And he dominated American anthropology and really set it up as a formal academic discipline, even though it was founded on a lie. And he sent his his uh, his inner ring of students out to uh, propagandize this view all around the country. So race does not exist. Race does not exist. Race, that's all you hear today. And they have to suppress facts and hope that they'll go away. And these are the kind of facts that they have to suppress. The, the truth about who whites actually are as a race and what they actually did and, and where they, they spread their culture and their genes all over the world and what that means. That, that has to be withheld uh, because it's good for Jews to claim that, you know, oh, anybody from anywhere can be an American. It, it all kind of ties together. And what you find in racialism is at last you find honesty and real facts about this stuff. We find out this is who you white people actually are. This is what you have actually done in the world. And it's not something you're going to learn in a public school. You're going to learn the opposite. I guess my, my point there is just that it all hangs together. The suppression of facts about mummies and the promotion of homosexuality. And it's, it's sick, and it serves Jewish interests, and it's our, very our dangerous to our people. Our kids don't deserve to be treated that way by our, our children are being taught public selective school, memory. Yeah, public schooling is a hate crime committed by Jews against whites. It's, it's abuse of white children by Jews. You know, and they want to go on about Catholic priests. Well, maybe maybe a handful of priests or maybe a minority, a small minority of priests does abuse children, but almost every child is abused by Jews because almost every child goes to public school. The Jews are a hundred times as guilty as the Catholics are. And uh, I hope these people up in Massachusetts right. will continue to stand up for it, and I hope they'll yank their kids out. Reject the public schools that reject you. They don't think your race is worth respecting. They don't, and they think right. homosexuality is something good. You don't need them. Cut free of them. Well, on that note, uh, I want to wrap this up. And, uh, Jane, if you have any closing uh, comments, uh, then we'll, we'll come back to, to Alex. Uh, yeah, I, just, I wanted well, to say got... that on June 25th in Yorktown, Virginia, there's going to be a demonstration by the National Socialist Movement. And quite a few leaders of the movement will be there. I, I believe I read Ron Doggett will be there. Don't quote me on that. I know I read uh, Rick Spring, who is Pastor Butler's bodyguard, will be there. A lot of people, a certain number of people, don't like NSM. They feel that the symbology, what we were just talking about, in fact, the swastika, which was discovered in, uh, in uh, China now, these people, 1500 B.C., roughly, they don't like it because it's an association um, with what happened in, in Europe when Hitler was fighting against Rosa Luxemburg and Jewry. However, the one thing about this movement is these guys will stand up on the East Coast at a historical place, New Yorktown, which is where the final battle of the Revolutionary War was won with the help of the, the Comte de Grasse. They'll stand up there and say that, and they're not afraid to name the Jew. So uh, I'm going to be there, and I hope a few people, especially East Coast people, might be able to show up and even if it's your first demonstration, it would be really exciting, and you'll see what happens. You'll see how, just to have free speech, you have to go through uh, multiple security checkpoints. They may, may photograph your eyes from about six inches. Uh, this, is what it, this is what our so-called freedom of assembly it means in this country these days. But uh, I just wanted to say that. I hope the radio show's working out for listeners, and uh, they run a little long sometimes, and we do have some 
technical problems with teleconferencing, which are normal to uh, just like on satellite TV, I guess there's a little bit of a delay from great distances. And that's about it. That's all I wanted to say. Just, I hope that people who listen to this are learning something and seeing uh, themselves and their people and the future of their children from a different perspective than what they've been taught of late. Uh, I'd like to, uh, yeah, I'd like to follow up on that uh, about the uh, new listeners. We're trying to reach out to whoever we can. We'd love you to write into us. Uh, write me at alender at kvmo.net. Alender at kvmo.net. Tell us what you think about the program, if there's any topics you'd like us to address. Uh, we're trying to do this better than mainstream radio by doing fewer commercials. And our kind of our tagline is radio without the chortle. We don't like that self-satisfied, smug, limbaugh type of approach. We're here to give you facts and to give you the stuff you're not going to get in public school and you're not going to get in a piece of radio. That said, you know, I'm not crazy about the NSM, but what Shane says is right. They're out there standing up and speaking a, a good portion of the truth about Jews. And even if you don't uh, agree with them or think they look foolish in their NS uniforms in modern-day America, go out there and, and, and just watch. Watch the scene. Watch the media and the way that they respond. And look at the people opposed to them and listen to what they have to say. It's guaranteed to be interesting. And not just the NSM, but do that at any pro-white rally. And get on there, and, and we've made a lot of claims on this show today, just as we have on the other shows. You get on there and you investigate those claims for yourself, because you shouldn't take what anybody says without being skeptical and verifying. And that includes what I say, what anybody says. Right? You don't, we're not demanding that you take what we say on faith. It's all backed up. The government is out to get you. The government is run by Jews. And uh, we're fighting back, and you ought to be fighting back right along with us. And uh, with that, I'll turn it over to Aegis, but uh, we'll be back next week. I want to thank you listeners for listening in, and um, I want to thank Stan for making this show possible. Um, Till next week, this is Aegis wishing you the best of goodbyes. The Aryan Alternative, news and views for whites you won't find anywhere else. The Aryan Alternative is a print publication of uncensored news for whites. Issue 2 is available now. Be the first in your neighborhood to distribute news without the Jews by ordering 100 copies for $12 through the Vanguard News Network. Visit GoVNN.com for ordering information. The Aryan Alternative and the Vanguard News Network. No Jews, just right.